about a thing. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. Fun I fact. like fun facts. Okay, so um, I, we talked a few weeks ago about the Barbie movie. Barbie at that time, whenever that was, it was like the 43rd highest grossing movie of all time. Since that time, it's now at 15, which oh, is wow. awesome. Mario's at 16, which is pretty cool too. Um, so I think it's going to be in the top 10 at some point. I don't know that it'll ever get to the highest thing, but that was just a, a thing in there. Anyway, um, fun fact about me. One of my favorite movies is Pitch Perfect. I don't know if you know that. The first time I ever saw it, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I was in Las Vegas. I was with family. I was like, why are you guys watching this? It was during the hmm. ripoffs. Have you ever seen Pitch Perfect, Tim? No, I have not. Oh, my goodness. Next time it's uh, up on the old uh, Netflix, you need to watch it. It's it's a, it's a great flick. Uh, there's three of them. One, two, and three. I would rank them one, three, two in, in that. Okay. Um, okay, so Pitch Perfect, you have this thing through Start Peninsula called Pitch Perfect. Yep. Have they ever called you for like infringement or like copyright trademark, whatever? I don't they know. I mean, when, when did the first Pitch Perfect movie come out? We, I mean, we've been doing Pitch 10 Perfect. 10 or 11. 10 or 11. Okay. So, yeah, I think that we introduced Pitch Perfect. Uh, Later on, uh, I thought. It was like 13 or 14. And the reason that we did Pitch Perfect was just because, quite frankly, we went, the pitches were so bad that we needed to do something to teach people how to pitch because. Wait, so are you saying that you actually want to send them a letter? that's what i'm hearing well, you guys are, are if the dates work out you would send like, them a letter i got like you. i uh like i tell m many of the early stage founders was um if pitch perfect the the movie franchise if if we're if they notice us then we're doing something right um hey i'm just saying if anna kendrick calls please please dial me in <laughs> like let's go <laughs> i'm serious i'm surprised yeah. Uh, yeah, Andrew so wants we, to Andrew wants to be called too. It sounds like um, who doesn't? I mean, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, 2012 a, was the first uh, musician. Was the first Pitch Perfect that we? Oh, 2012 was Pitch Perfect one. Star Peninsula started in 2012. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would be. What if that would be an infringement or anything? Because it's in two different total contexts. But so when I first started Hatch, we had this egg. And it was yeah. like a something out of it. You guys might have even made that. I can't remember. Yeah, I think we um, did. So, so there was like an egg jumping out of it, something like that. And this company in Atlanta, Hatch Medical, sends a cease and desist. That's like, yeah, this is whatever. And my lawyer's like, I'm just gonna call him and tell him to f off because like, there you guys are in completely different. Uh, those were literally his words to me. I, that's why I have to repeat it. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, I don't understand why I'm getting this. He's like, they're a medical company. You're in like the yeah. the business sector. Like, what's the matter with these people? It's it's just well. Anyway, yeah. I just wanted to uh, let I, I've always wanted to know that uh, as of like five minutes ago, if you guys have ever had um, the the Pitch Perfect franchise come after you guys, you know, I guess that's uh, something to. I know to what to do if uh, if that's if, if that happens. I'll, I'll just call me right in. Yeah, just call me. But uh, well, most awkward transition on episode 177 ish of the Fervent Four <laughs> is how to go from Andrew Anna Kendrick and the uh, Pitch Perfect franchise to uh, Marwan. Yeah. Marwan and Cars. Yeah. Greetings. Yeah. Welcome, Marwan. Hey, Zach. How are you? Just grand. Well, I, I, everything is good on our end. I mean, so we were, so Zach, you didn't even catch wind on this. And this is like, 
we joined backstage. And uh, so the natural thing that everybody always asks one another is, hey, how's it going? And then Marwan's response was, hey, everything is fantastic. And then he realized what he said. And he was like, oh, it's not written, not necessarily fantastic. So he's coming off of a bizarre uh, experience. So yeah, share, so, us, share with us, Marwan. It's just, just, yeah, it's unfortunate, but you have a, a great outlook on it. Yeah, I have, uh, I had the, basically this uh, Monday, I had the, uh, uh, to pitch for investors it was a meeting for uh it was in dallas uh texas and that was supposed to be there for 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 monday and tuesday so uh friday i had my flights at seven o'clock i go there flight delayed flight delayed again flight delayed it's until nine 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 thirty that's when the the flights arrived to norfolk and uh we had to to basically board when we tried to board they told us that uh, uh that's basically the the, the crew timed out because they had enough uh, i mean they finished the hours for the day so we had to go home find other flights the close the fastest one for me was uh, next morning at nine o'clock i will get to dallas at 11. i made sure they changed the schedule so so i can be able to to push the investors next morning i go to norfolk airport board the, the the aircraft sit down getting ready to go all of a sudden they tell us that uh the reason why it was basically delayed yesterday is because there was some module that was bad for the fast forward today that that module wouldn't wouldn't start back up and uh, they have to replace it and uh the parts is coming back coming from dallas to uh, to norfolk so basically i missed my my flight missed my meeting and uh no person to 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 push investors and uh there was also a grand prize of for like uh, twenty thousand dollars not to mind that i was working on this program for four months basically it was an accelerator program that gives you the the opportunity to push investors at the end of the program it is what it is there's wow. a lot of so so there was a part broken is that what you said Some someone needed to get shipped to a yeah back to here part. Yep. So I think that's one of the most underrated things about living in an area that is not like we are. I don't know how to explain this, but like um, we're a layover town, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I, you guys obviously fly more than me, but like you can't just go here direct anywhere. You got to go somewhere else. And so whenever there's a problem, there's not a lot of extra here is what it mm -hmm. seems like. Right. So like when I had a delay going to uh, Texas uh, in, in January myself, we were in Charlotte and we were flying U.S. Airs. They just gave us another different plane because right, right. that's their thing. Here, something screws up. I mean, they got to fly to Juneau, Alaska to get the damn thing, have it go through the Panama Canal, and it's just uh, that's just what has to happen, and that sucks yeah. uh, a lot of times in this situation. So I feel for you. It is. It is. It is. As, uh, as I told Tim, that's a lot of lessons learned, I guess. Uh, so next time something important like that, don't leave it at the last minute. Just make sure it's to go two days or three days. Well, uh, the, you know I mean? in, in the wise words of uh, Bruce Almighty, I believe his name is, uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, gosh, you would think, man, from uh, Norfolk to Dallas, uh, you probably nonstop flight, I'm sure. And you wouldn't, yeah, I, I, to me, that's a nonstop flight. It's a nonstop flight. Yeah. It is? The, the hub, the Dallas hub is, uh, is uh, I'm sorry, the American uh, is Dallas. Uh, is Dallas, yeah. Oh yeah, so that's, I mean, that, that would have been a gamble I would have been willing to take. Yeah, all, all day, every day. So, yeah, that's uh, that that's 
but you have a positive outlook. I'm sure you probably, uh, I don't know, were, were you mentally practicing that pitch over and over again as you were waiting, or were you just too stressed to, even, uh, to, to practice it? Well, uh, I, I did the pitch perfect. Uh, that's uh, that's when I uh, when I when I try to to do some um, see what what works, what didn't work, some feedback. Uh, basically, it's always good to to do pitch perfect because you get some feedback sometimes. Like uh, some of the questions here, like okay, if they if they ask this question, let me cover it here. So uh, to, to make sure that uh, that's basically uh, cover my bases in a way. Uh, so I did that. Plus, uh, in the last uh, the last month or so, they gave us some sorts of uh, what what points they want us to 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 hit in, in all the presentations, and I shifted my presentations my my, uh, my pitch towards that to cover all the areas, the normal stuff, the, basically the problem, the solution, uh, why the, our solution is the best, and everything that comes with every, like normal pictures. It's just they had different outlook uh, about it. And they want it to be in a certain way. Yeah. So what are we pitching? Yeah. So I was gonna say that said, uh, what we want to tell us about green light. Green light. Green light uh, auto auction basically is a, a virtual auto auction for uh, private owners who want to sell their cars. Uh, just to give you a little bit of of the struggle. Uh, when somebody tries to trade in their cars, uh, they have basically, or trying to sell their car in general, they have two ways to go about it, either to post it on Craigslist um, or market Facebook Marketplace and wait for uh, for a buyer to come and buy the car cash, or they will take it to a dealership or a CarMax and try to get an offer for how much the, their car is worth, and they have to basically the, to make the choice either to take it or not. Um, Lately, we've been seeing that a lot of people don't want to invite people to their home, uh, strangers mainly, to, to look at their cars and not even buy or meet them at, at public areas and they'd rather lose the extra money and go sell it, uh, sell it to dealers. Uh, but the other part that they don't understand is once you sell your car to a dealer, what's the process behind it? So, for example, when you go, you take your car to CarMax, they give you, for example, 3000 for the car. That car basically doesn't stay at CarMax. They take, they have an auction, and you have independent dealers who go and buy it. So they buy it from you for a thousand at the auction. You may bring four thousand and uh, for for dealers, and that dealer may go and, and try to make to sell it and probably sell it for five thousand or more. Depends on how good of a deal it is. So that's 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 how it goes. So what we're trying to do here at at uh, uh, Greenlight or auction is to make sure that that we bypass the midman. And go directly to uh, to the to, to, to the independent dealer. So basically, from from the person who's selling their car goes directly to the person who's willing to pay the most for the car. Uh, and uh, we we really think that an auction platform gives the the seller uh, the most money for uh, for their car. And also from our perspective, we we give uh, the buyer who is the independent dealer. We give them basically a lot of information, and in, we inspect the car before it goes in in, in, uh, in the auction, so they are comfortable to pay the top money for the car. Yeah, that second part, the latter part, is is what I would be concerned about. Is as the buyer, right? I think the seller is is going to be out there. They're going to know everything about their house. You know, it's or they're, you know whether they're selling their house, their their car, whatever their whatever their thing is. They're they're going. They're they know the the intimate details of of that thing, right? Mm -hmm. The the buyer. Is sitting there going, I don't know. 
And I think that's why historically they've gone to these places that they trust a little bit more than the other person, because they feel like if something goes array, uh, uh, goes a little wild, they can call someone and make it right. If they go buy it from an individual, I just ain't answering, you know, I'm just going to ghost them. And so having that aspect in there, I think is it from a, from a buying perspective is, is one of the most critical things you guys put up a lot of information, but, but what kind of securities, if you will, are, are you guys doing to ensure that the, the person who ends up with the car ultimately isn't buying a, a lemon? Good question. Uh, so, so basically, and then we, we really think that's, that's our secret sauce here. Uh, because um, when when you go buy number one for a seller, just to, to cover this, when you sell a car, uh, you don't want to sell a car knowing or not knowing have an issue. And somebody will come try to, to come to your house trying to be like, hey, you sold me a lemon, blah, blah, blah. So when that happens with us, not, nothing goes back to the seller. But what, what we do to ensure that uh, that doesn't happen is uh, we do a 360 inspection before the car is posted for, uh, for, for auction. So you don't, uh, as, as a seller, you don't have to do anything but go in on our platform, uh, fill in the information for, for you and your car and schedule an appointment for, uh, for an inspector to come and inspect the car. The inspector will come, take pictures of the car, 360, uh, drive around the neighborhood, make sure the, the listen to the engine, make sure the engine sounds good. Driver, make sure the 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 transmission is good. And uh, another thing is uh, we we do like a OBD, uh, basically scan on on the car, see if the check engine light is on, if the airbag light is on, if it has any any issues or any codes, we we disclose those to the to the seller. Uh, if if uh, also we look underneath, make sure that there is no rust. To make sure that uh, uh, anybody small or big damage to the car, it's uh, is disclosed to the seller. So as a seller, when you try as a buyer, when you try to buy a car, you have all the information necessary to to know how much it's gonna cost you to get to get the car to a perfect. Uh, condition if that's what you want to sell or as close uh, how much is that going to cost you to, to do that so it gives how long you does, uh, go ahead how long does that uh, the typical inspection take and and how long does it take for someone to come out to do the inspection it takes about 30 minutes to 45 minutes depends on uh, because uh, mm-hmm. there are some cars that have more electrical you know computers and that that you have to check uh, so uh, it takes between 30 to 45 minutes uh, to do the inspection. And uh, when someone enters your platform, how long does it take for uh, saying, yep, I want to put it up for auction with you guys? How long does it take for that inspector to make it to? Right now, we're, right now it's, it's, uh, it's the same day or next day. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's not, a, it's, it's not a, it's, it doesn't take long. And uh, usually what we think about it, it's uh, it, we're not as fast sometimes to CarMax because if you want the money right away, uh, you go to CarMax. Yeah, you're going to be sitting uh, at the CarMax lot for two hours waiting for them to, to look at the car and let you know because they have basically uh, cars in front of you. So you're going to wait for two to three hours. At the end, you're going to get an offer if you're happy with it or not. With us, you just post it. You come next day, you just hand them the key uh, to the inspectors. And uh, they, they do everything, knock back, give you the key, and the auction starts, and you're going to see the basically the value of your car or the price that we're offering keeps going up. Now, now from an auction perspective, is it like is like a real auction? Like people are, are bidding and bidding and bidding? Is, is, is that how it goes? Yes. 
So, uh, so it's it's a thirty minutes auction. Uh, so um, it's a thirty minutes auction. That's basically uh, once basically I, I can share with you. I don't know if uh, I don't know if we talked about it or not, but I have a video I can share with you uh, that's kind of explain the process a uh, little bit. Uh, Let's take it for a whirl. Let's see if it works. There's a share screen on the on the button. But I'm I'm interested um, as you're pulling up like why an auction, right? Like why was an auction the thing that you decided to do? I think historically from a consumer perspective, maybe the word auction is a lesser value, uh, maybe something of lower value that's gone through some trouble. Uh, it, I'm just interested in how like you came about doing the auction aspect of it. And if the, and if the video uh, answers the question, then we'll take it for well, a whirl and- uh, Well, let's, let me explain that then. Uh, so the auction, so, as a dealer, uh, I go to uh, to an auction uh, on a weekly basis, multiple auctions. Um, so, number one, let me give you, let me go a little bit back to to to, to give you. So, I, as a dealer, I get I get people who came in, who come in, who likes my car, and they just want to trade in their cars. Uh, so, so the goal is to try to get the car from from the person who's trying to trade in their car for the lowest they're willing to accept. That's my strategy as a dealer when I'm trying to buy a car. So a car that I know probably costs, I can get at the auction for 3000. I'm going to try to see what's number, number one question, how much are, we, are you willing to take for the car? Uh, if the, he tells me it's 2000, I, I have gained a, a thousand right away. Uh, and, and from there I can go and try to get it for the lowest possible. Uh, when there is an issue with the car, I can tell them, okay, this right here, if you go and take it to your mechanic, it's going to cost you a thousand to fix. Knowing that as, as a dealer, uh, it's going to cost me two to three hundred dollars to fix. So I can lower that thousand to fix the car from the from the, the price he's willing to accept for the car. So that's how it goes as a dealer. So when I go to the auction, it's different mindset. I'm, I'm willing to pay the maximum that that I can to attain the car while maintaining a profit. So basically, when I go. I see a car that that's, uh, that's that needs the same issue that has the same issue and needs a thousand for anybody to fix. I'm gonna try to deduct two hundred dollars from from uh, from what 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 a maximum willing to accept for that car because I know that's how much it's getting it's going to cost me to fix it. At the end of the day, it's gonna end up giving putting more money uh, in the seller's pocket uh, as an auction than if if we just get offered uh, or try to get offers or any other way. Uh, that's uh, that we can we can provide. How did you stumble on this uh, on this business on this idea on this venture? Is this what's the origin? So I'll give you a little bit of my background. Uh, so uh, I was uh, I graduated from ODU as a software engineer. Uh, I'm as a, I'm sorry, started my first job as a software engineer at Swisslog in Newport News, um, and. Within within few couple of years, I was uh, I got to a director position, uh, and that was with the, my VP was uh, AK Schultz, who was a really good mentor, really good friend, and uh, it's, it's somebody that 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 helps me uh, throughout my career. Uh, so uh, I, I was able to 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 show hard work and all that 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 uh, when we when he to, went to another company he took me with him uh in a director position and that was the youngest director at the time i was i think uh, 27 years old um 
but I couldn't move to Cincinnati because I just got married. My wife likes it here. And uh, uh, so I decided that uh, she wants me to spend more time with her. I was always on the road. So that's when I was like, you know, I saved up some money. Let me let me start uh, start a dealership. That's what I was doing before I went to uh, the, to corporate and uh, something that I always loved. Uh, fast forward a few years later, COVID started. AK Schultz is doing really good with the SVT Robotics. And uh, we were we, we meet up, uh, I think, at, uh, he just came to visit and he basically told me, hey, what don't you don't I mean, you have you have the technical background. I know you have the business background. What don't you think uh, to do something on a startup board? And it got me thinking and uh, why, what should I do? And at the time during COVID, um, nobody want to leave their house to sell their car. Uh, basically, even when we sell the cars, we have to make sure that uh, that uh, that we we get them delivered because people the, the, don't want to come to our dealership to buy cars. So a lot of stuff was going on, uh, and that's when I thought, how about if we want to sell your car? It's something where you don't have to leave an inspector will come to your house, but at the same time, want to make sure that they get the most money for the car. So that's that's how we came up with the, with the auction platform. It's thirty minutes auctions. Everybody will be notified as soon as the, the auction starts and the dealer starts bidding, gets the most for the car. So we, we, we went through the process. We know what to do. It was time to get the team that's, that's going to be able to deliver that. And that's when I reached out to uh, my uh, previous friends and coworkers that I trust. And I know that, uh, that we have the same mindset as far as uh, what we want to achieve. And uh, that's uh, the, we, we we got together and started the green light or auction. Tim, did you go, did you guys know each other beforehand? Oh, sorry. Remember, Arwan telling me that uh, that background and and that it, and so that was a uh, once I started hearing the story, I was like, oh gosh, yeah, that's right, I totally forgot about that. So yeah, small world. At, at Launchpad at the time. Uh, well, I don't, well, I mean, I knew AK obviously back at the launch pad, but I yeah. didn't realize that, that Marwan and AK knew each other until when, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think maybe, maybe when you first entered the start peninsula scene is when I'm, I can't remember, mm -hmm. but small world. And I mean, AK is right in the sense of, Technical technical founders, uh, gosh, what a leg up that you have. Uh, Zach and I have talked about this several times. The the it's an uphill climb for people that are non technical trying to develop a technical business and yeah. having to rely on someone for that technical expertise. Yeah, but uh, also as soon as you start it and you start getting into the weeds of it, you know you start learning. Which, as a technical guy, I never had an appreciating uh, appreciation for marketing. I just thought it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, how the tides have turned! <laughs> ah, that's what I'm you see, about. it's uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to share the words that we we say about marketing and all. No, 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 no. You open that yeah. door. You got to tell us. Uh, uh come on, well, come on. It's it's non-skilled. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's non-skilled. Uh, Measures. That's that's what we used to call them. You know what I mean? 
Wow. It's, you know? Wow. Wow. Well, that's how we feel about you guys, too. No, it's still. All right. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you start, you, start the you start the business, you start figuring out that, hey, I think this is, I, I, I understand the value of it. You know what I mean? Uh, it is very interesting how all that stuff works together. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially from you know, marketing and sales and then getting that input as the business development person talks to the potential customer to find out what the requirements are, what the pain yeah. points they are, reporting that back to you as the technical person to put that back into the uh, the product or the service. I mean, it's just it all has to align and, and work together. True, true. And uh, honestly, I, I'm talking about myself here because back when I was at Swisslog, uh, it was just like sometimes you hear from somebody from marketing that, hey, you shouldn't do this. This doesn't go with our logo. It, I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to, to get this running. You know what I mean? That's the last thing I'm thinking about. But when, when, when in my role now, uh, when we, we try to get people to actually sign up, now we understand the value of marketing and, and what's the message you want your your company to be to, to be remembered by and all the stuff that that before I just thought you don't even need a name as long as you have a good product but really that's that's not the case. Swiss, uh, real quick, Swiss Log. I mean, they're they're like an un a rather unknown company within this region, headquartered never, in Newport News. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're right. They're right by the Newport News Airport. And uh, I, how many people are there? I mean, it's it's. When I first started, it was uh, I think uh, it was forty some people. When I left, it was like 140, 160 people. So it grew, and I'm talking about just I think just the office, but also like the presence, uh, their presence in the the US. Uh, like we have mechanics, and uh, we when I mean, they have mechanics and. Uh, uh, technicians uh, all over the U.S. and uh, to to make sure that uh, uh, to service all these uh, warehouses. Tim, you know yeah. about them for a while. I did well. I only knew about them from AK and uh, from Mike. Yeah. And uh, TK. Oh yeah, yeah, TK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's. And maybe that's intentional. I, I maybe that's intentional on their parts. That's obviously that's fine. Um, I was a, we didn't know about it because it's it's a it's a company that is a B two B, and they're they're in the background basically. This is warehouse automation, so they work with the the, the targets. The uh, yeah yeah yeah. Well, you know what I mean? That they, they do the, their warehouse automation. So uh, if you're not in the industry, you wouldn't. You wouldn't and, know about sure. are they head, headquartered in Germany? Is that right? Uh, in uh, Switzerland, but the the company that the bottom, which is Kuka, uh, Kuka probably you're familiar with it because if you if you you've been to or you've heard of uh, Tesla, uh, never heard like, of it. Okay, so Tesla they have all these robots to to construct their, their to make their cars. So that they they're made by Kuka. That's 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 the, the oh, biggest yeah. uh, robotics uh, one Tesla. of the biggest robotics. Company. Yeah. Yeah, that. Um, I, yeah, I remember some stories that AK was telling when he was at Fremont uh, helping mm -hmm. with the production line. Yeah. When, when Model 3 was starting to get enter production and get ramped up. Hmm. So I, I'm. 
I'm interested in, 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 in the car space just from the things that have changed over the last few years. You talked about some of the problems and the solutions to them, mm-hmm. but there are some big brands out there that are spending a lot of money to fix a lot of those aspects of it, the Carvanas of the world, if you will, and how you can sprinkle that in with, with what you're trying to do. In your conversations with, with people, how, how do you handle how do you handle the Carvana conversation that it seems to be overtaking a lot of the cars, the the car sales? Uh, so Carvana. So I, I have in my presentation is is is, is the, the same thing. So the Carvanas, when as far as selling cars, they're they've been struggling a lot lately, and just uh, due to uh, the, the mishandling of titles and all that stuff. But from that perspective, we're not even a competitor. Uh, as far as being a competitor is from for, from buying the cars from for, from the private owners. And for for that, I will say like Carvana still does the same thing that CarMax does. When you try to trade in your car, you want to sell your car to Carvana. They gonna you go online, you put the information for the car. They're gonna give you an offer on how much the car is worth. And uh, and after the, you accept the, the that offer, which is usually not nothing uh, like uh, it's it's usually low end offer. For, because they have to factor in if anything wrong with the car that they did not even uh, know about. So when when you do that, they go take it and take the same car. If it's within, it, they do the triage number one. If it's a car that they are will, willing to sell, they're going to keep it in their inventory. And if it's a car that is outside of the scope of cars that they sell, or so that's when they take it to an auction. Uh, to be auctioned off for uh, for independent dealers to to buy, so we're still gonna be we. I think Carmax and Carvana can still be our clients from the buying buyer's perspective, uh, as we can provide um, cars to them. But at the same time, we think that we can provide more value and more money to the to the to the seller. Uh, by making sure that we connect them directly with the, the dealer who's willing to pay the most for the car. So do you ultimately think that your customer is actually more of a dealer than a consumer? That the, the two playing with each other are more like dealer to consumer, consumer to dealer rather than consumer to consumer? Uh, correct. Correct. Uh, so so, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a marketplace. And um, we we think that our buyers are gonna be all dealers. That's 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 what that's what we have, and uh, all the sellers are gonna be um, uh, all the sellers are gonna be uh, private owners for now. I see. And that's 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 our green light or auction 1.0 is for until until we get the name out there. Do you, do you have a uh, like what's your sweet spot in terms of uh, inventory that you're looking to bring on? Is it a certain age price point? Uh, what are you looking for? So, so that's 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 a really good question because that's part of, of the struggle, you know. So when when we first started, uh, I was like, okay, what is the easiest thing to do is to try to get dealers to sign up. Okay, so I was able to get 25, 30. Right now we are at 45 dealers with no problem, but I had to stop to recruiting dealers. Uh, so I, I, I did that, but so most of these dealers are that, that I was able to, 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 to get to on the, our platform is the people who are uh, th- that I know at auctions and uh, they're mostly dealing with the cars that are 
they sell, I'm talking about selling cars that are between four thousand and twenty thousand dollars. That's that's the cars that that they sell, which means that the car that they buy needs to be between a thousand to fifteen fifteen thousand fifteen thousand dollars. So, but, but so that's what I recruited. But once we try to put uh, the the information out there for people to start buy, selling their cars, unfortunately, I got cars. Few people who who bought cars that, that couldn't make their payments and they want to get rid of it. People who who basically the, the cars that I was getting is mainly twenty to to forty thousand dollars. So there was a mismatch for me there, and. Uh, uh, we we got a lot of people that we were not able to 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 bid on their cars because that's not even their their market, and we're we're trying to find the solution on how we can we can align the buyers uh, the buyers that that we have with the sellers that we're trying to get. Yeah, that's interesting. Where are you now? Do you, do you think is it dialed in, or are you still uh, are you still in? I guess so, like so we, we've, we've, we've sold cars. Uh, so there was, uh, this is, uh, so the, when we started the first time when I did Pitch Perfect, uh, I lost my dad. And uh, that's when I had to stop for, for about mm. six to eight months. Um, to be honest with you, the motivation was not there. The mindset is not there coming back to it because I was, I was uh, overseas with my dad for two to three months. So really, uh, when I came back, I had to make sure uh, to focus on what pays the bills first, which is my dealership. Um, and then after a while, uh, everything got, got everything back to uh, to normal. And that's when we, I started again with, with Greenlight. And since then, we were able to sell about like five cars on our platform. And that's when that's uh, that, that's that's when we start finding out certain things on how to get to the customer that, that we want. And uh, right now we're about to come up with some new marketing campaign that's gonna focus on on, on our target, the target customer. Uh, and that is people who goes to CarMax and they're not happy with the price. So our next next stop, I mean, next uh, uh, campaign is gonna be about, we're, we're gonna be offering $100 for anybody who has official offer from CarMax or Carvana, and we cannot beat that offer, uh, so so we know that we can beat the offer. So we may as well just just run because with they're it. typically given a lowball offer. Exactly, and exactly. you're cutting cutting out the middle person. Exactly, so you can provide it. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's would... that's what we're working to 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 get. Uh, also, we we wasted a lot of time, but now it's lessons learned because. Uh, when we were doing some advertisements on LinkedIn, uh, nobody's in LinkedIn trying to sell sell a car. When we do some advertisements on on uh, uh, what is it um, Instagram, uh, we we had some success, but very low. But when we did on Facebook, we saw huge. Uh, I hmm. mean, a lot of people signed up because a lot of people are there on on the, the, their. Uh, Marketplace trying to either sell a car, buy a car, they have a car, you know what I mean? So that's that's when we know we're not, that now this is where we're gonna focus. We know and we know what's the message when I get we wanna get out there. So that's hopefully we can see some improvements going forward. Um, as, as the founding member of the Jean Jacket uh, the Jean Jacket movement uh, and all marketers in the world, I would like to commend you for recognizing and realizing how important how important the business and marketing side mm -hmm. of um, a technology business is. And um, let's just take a moment to um, 
you know, to, to really to really breathe that in, you know, to, to sit there and, and just, you know, it could be silent, but we got Tim's um, uh, flight path going crazy. Dude, today. It's, it's, it's a wild and, one today, right? Uh, so we we ready. We just got we going around. So my gosh. Um, I, I just I, I would like to just 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 thank you for for finally realizing that the, uh, the marketing folks of, of the world uh, are a little bit more important than maybe you originally thought. So, yes, so no, no, definitely, definitely, especially for what we do, because to be honest with you, uh, when when I start thinking about it, like I was meeting people, uh, I have I have people come every day to sell their cars and I tell them about this, this, this app and they all love it and they would do it in heartbeat. I'm like, OK, this is going to work before I, this, this is this is before I even like started. And uh, whenever I go to the auction, be like, hey, when you go to the auction, dealers go and try to, to inspect multiple cars. They can and the, those 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 20 cars that you're going to inspect. Everybody wants them. So you ended up you end up buying cars that you did not inspect and they're sold as is with no warranty so basically what you end up is basically gambling so when i tell a dealer hey every car is going to come with with the with the report you don't have to go the homework or anything like that it's a matter of just going and and video numbers it's, it saves them a lot of time so it looked like it looks like a genius idea at the time yeah uh, but when when we put it we put like uh when we started working then I found out that's okay. Now I'm telling people this is the, this is what we do, and they like it, but they don't have a car to sell right now. Uh, they well, might it's, it's, have a car to sell for a year or two years. So it's kind of like buying a house or right, selling exactly. a house. Are you in the market? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's interesting. Like uh, Tesla's process is so seamless. So you go online, you you, you order a Tesla, and then yeah, yeah, everything is done through your phone. Uh, in terms of like the buying, the paperwork, signing, all that stuff. It, it's all done on your phone, but then you have the opportunity. Do you want to trade a car in? And like that process is so smooth. I mean, like literally you, you, you send in a couple pictures, picture like the uh, exterior, the dashboard with the mileage, the, the VIN. Mm -hmm. And uh, like within a couple hours, they, uh, they give you an offer and mm -hmm. then you either accept it or decline it. And then that, that's it. I mean, have like, you sold, it, have you sold a car on there? Yeah, you have. Mm -hmm. And so now that all makes sense because, uh, you know, they and, and I guess in some regard, they're eliminating the middle person, too, because you just and then when you go to pick up your Tesla, you just draw, bring your keys in with the title. You just drop them off and then you just you leave with the new vehicle and then that probably just goes right off to auction. But it is yep. super slick. Yep. And that's and that's what we're trying to do is is the, the, that no basically you don't have to have to to talk to nobody you have to have access to uh, to go to any area or anything like they just stay home you do it from your your you just put the information your address and your information you pick a time and somebody when you're at home somebody will come knock on your door you give them the key they will do the inspection right in front of your your front yard or your garage. And take it on 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 a spin and neighborhood and bring it right back. And you don't have to 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 basically number one leave the house, wait in some office for a long time. It's and and thirty minutes the auction starts, and that's the exciting part. Seeing the the value, how much you're getting for your car keeps yeah. going up. It is such a painful process selling a vehicle. The, the thought of selling a vehicle pains me. I mean, just because you know you're going to get 
the short end of the stick if you trade in at a dealer and then trying to find uh, the private party sale. It just one, trusting the person. I, everything everything about it is just a terrible experience. So, uh, for, I mean, it's just you are definitely touching on a pain point that is it is painful. What is the um, so a house? I think is eight years. People allegedly move out of a house every eight years. What's the what's the car aspect of that? How often are people four? four? I believe so. Yeah. Interesting. How long have what? you had your Tesla now, Tim? Uh, well, they're yeah, they're over five years old now. Outlier. You I've are an anomaly. Been, always been. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but Marwan, I'm curious, like, I mean, granted, for those listening, top-down TAM approach isn't always the best uh, mm-hmm. approach because you're obviously, like you said, you, some price points are way too high. So the top-down TAM is not total addressable market, is not a, necessarily applicable. No, it's but nice. I'm, I am curious, though, like from a total addressable market of the used car segment, what what, what is that in terms of dollar? I mean, it's got to be a huge, huge all right, you talk, uh, it, you're talking about like uh, the, the, oh, in the last time I checked, it was uh, for uh, 2021. That's when the information was uh, was uh, available. Uh, I think uh, there was uh, over 10 million cars uh, sold at auctions. Um, yeah, so that's 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 in, in the, that's in 2021, and and also that's on on a COVID year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Where people did not did not want to sell their cars. So, uh, so that that's basically the number. If you do top down, it it just gonna. I, I'm just gonna sound silly. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so what what I like to do, to be honest with you, is just do it like bottom up. And the, yep. the way I, I, I look at it is, um, there is an America's Auto Auction in in, uh, in uh, here in Virginia Beach. Okay, and there is a CarMax in in Virginia Beach. And just to give you a number. The 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 one in uh, the auction in America's auction does does about six uh, six hundred cars a week. Wow! Okay, and uh, the CarMax is just the one in in uh, in uh, in here in Virginia Beach does about hundred thirty a week. So that's hundred thirty people who brought CarMax their- buys hundred thirty cars a week. Yes, uh, from private owners. And that's uh, again. This is just the local one in here in Virginia Beach, uh, because I used to go to their auction. I mean, credit um, to CarMax. I mean, like th- that's almost become a verb within itself with someone trying to unload a vehicle. Whether mm-hmm. they're get a, whether if they are trying to buy a new vehicle or they just want to unload a vehicle. I mean, that seems to be. I would imagine they have a pretty significant market share in terms of. Oh, I'm just going to take it to more CarMax, see what they offer me. Oh, CarMax is the biggest. Uh, the, a lot of people know CarMax about uh, b- for being uh, basically a car dealership or used car dealership, but they are the biggest uh, car auction in in the United States because uh, they have auction pretty much on all their 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 uh, uh, dealerships. At the back, they do auctions if, every week. So, did you ever buy a car from there, Tim? We've we've looked. We mm. never we never did, and we uh, we had them inspect a couple of vehicles. My first few yeah. cars were from there. There was one like in Sterling. That's where I grew up in Northern Virginia. And I'd say two, three rolled through there. I mean, it is an easy process. Yeah. At least back then it was an easy process instead of going in. Like when I bought my Jeep, I had to go to a dealer, sat there for seven hours, got absolutely, I'm not going to say what I got, but it's, um, 
I got the car that I wanted, so I guess that's fun. Um, Marwan, I'm interested in 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 how you make money on all these things. I mean, it seems all these things seem great. It seems like you're solving a problem, but where, where's where's the green lights cut? Uh, it's a it's a marketplace, uh, basically uh, uh, type of uh, of platform. So we do a sales fee on every car. So uh, uh, sales fees is is applied to the uh, to the buyer, not the seller. And the reason we want to do that is most uh, to be honest with you, most auction. Uh, they, 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 there is a, a fee for the buyer and for the seller, but we don't want to discourage people from, from selling their cars with us. And, uh, the, the fact that we're, we're not a brick and mortar place, uh, basically we can't afford to, to not get in paid from, from the, the sellers, uh, from the seller, uh, seller side. So that's, that's one way. Um, the other, the second one that we're, we're trying to work on is, uh, transportation. So, uh, as we, we grow our dealer. Uh, network and our uh, seller network. We're gonna have a car that's being bought from New Jersey, but the seller is in is in North Carolina and vice versa. Uh, so we're planning to to have a, a transportation platform that 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 can assist with that, and uh, uh, we're gonna charge a little bit extra to 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 make that uh, the, those transportations. Uh, the third one that we're planning on doing uh, is. Uh, since we know what's wrong with the car is uh, advertisement and uh, it's targeted advertisement. So for example, you, you, you're trying to sell your car and we know it needs uh, for, uh, I don't know, fender or alternator or something. So as, as you're buying the car, you have, you have a choice to buy, to buy the, the, the parts right away. So when the car comes in, it, the, the part is there and you just have to, 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 to get it fixed faster you know what's wrong with it and uh, we try to have to we're going to try to reach out to certain um, partners to try to to help with the, with that in that side so some money on service some money on delivery uh, aspect of there uh, from the fee perspective flat fee percentage of the of the transaction where are you it's, it's it's not a flaffy. Depends on the on how, how much the the car is sold for. So for so the average out to three hundred dollars a car. But if it's between zero and three thousand, there is a hundred fifty dollar fee. If uh, if as as you go up, uh, it, the price go up until it, it caps up at uh, five hundred dollars. I mean, still. I mean, when I when I to me, I I value my time, and I uh, so. If you want to pay yourself fifty bucks an hour, it's going to take you way more than ten hours to sell your car. If you wanted to do that mm -hmm. on your own, you know. So like, so I mean, you have to you have to clean it. You you know, you then put the uh, find a place to put the ad, the cost of the ad, mm -hmm. and then screening all these people. You know, while they're taking your car out for test drives and everything else. I mean, like to me, I mean, it's just to me, it seems like a pretty decent value. Yep, and 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 also like uh, when you, we're right there in the middle. So when you sell your car as as a private owner, you're not gonna sell it for the same price as a dealership because when you as a dealership, they give them three month warranties, they give them a bunch of stuff. That's plus if anything breaks down, they have somewhere to go back to. As a private owner, when you sell a car to another private to to another private that's owner. It. That's it. It's as is as soon as you. So th that's the value of the dealership. So of course, when you sell it, you're not gonna sell it for the same price. But at the same time, when you go and sell it to 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 the Carvanas and Carmax of the world, you're not gonna get the same price. What we're gonna offer you. So we feel like we have, uh, we are we have a good uh, uh, proposition. Like uh, especially like where, um, what we offer 
and the way we offer it, you may pay a little bit more and, and the risk that's going to take you longer to sell the car. You can always go with that, but at the same, at the same, on the same side, like it's, we are the most, um, uh, we are, we're going to be the fastest is 30 minutes and, uh, you don't have to go from one dealership to the other to sell your car, to get the best value is one, one stop shop. How does that work in terms of, uh, somebody accepts your offer? How long does it take for payment? And do you like, do you have to put, is there like an escrow period that it has to go through or you know, explain that process? Sure. Uh, so right now we're just local. And uh, as I said before, we're trying to master uh, what, what we are doing before we, we, we grow, we go to different uh, geographical areas. And uh, right now, if you, if you give us uh, basically once you accept the offer, uh, you have to send us the title as soon as we receive the title. We say we cut you a check for the for for the for the amount, or or we can, as of right now since we are local you can do that with the inspector as soon as if you at the end of the thirty minutes you can call call mm -hmm. us or call the inspector and he's gonna come back with the check and and pick up the title so the we can do it in any way or we we have an office again here so if you want to do it so you're happy with the offer you can drive to us give us the title. We give you the check and the, you'll be on your way since we are local. But as we grow, it's going to be done mainly on FedEx. So if we're going to send you FedEx label. You're going to mail it to us as soon as we receive it. We send you the, the payment via FedEx next next day. You, you're starting to realize that the branding, the marketing, the business aspect is, is important. I'm not going to dwell on that part. But there's been a lot of businesses in the past that have had aspirations like that, that you've wanted to in, in the car space mm -hmm. and some have done well. So some, some of them have just not done so well. Have you studied those and figured out some of the sweet spots that maybe some of their marketing seemed to, to start getting them? What, what, what did you, what, what have you done from the looking at other businesses perspective to really understand, Hey, like these are the things that I need to do. These are the things that people care about. Maybe the people don't care about them. Has there been any studying of that type of stuff? Like wh where are you on like the, the, the past companies and why they haven't worked, what worked type of thing? Yes. Uh, so, so part of it is, uh, so, and Zach, you don't have to rub it in. I understand that, uh, that's marketing is important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not rubbing anything and I am just very, very appreciative that you, Marwan, uh, in 2023, September 14th, have recognized the importance of something. You know, yeah. I think, you know, we got to get, we, the, you know, that guy that's always drinking a coffee sign that people like change the words oh, right. on. Yeah, change like, we my need to, mind. We, yeah. we need to do that for you. Like, we, like. Thank you. You know, I definitely, I definitely appreciate that. <laughs> and I, I, it's not, it's not. This is not the first time I've seen. I've said that. It's, it's once you start doing some because, uh, as a dealer, all my marketing is is taken care of by the car gurus and stuff. So you just pay those companies that have uh, websites that basically that 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 post your cars there, and they do all the marketing to to drive uh, to drive customers to their platform. Or what you have to do just pay pay a fee. Right now, I'm in a different situation where actually I have to 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 get our name out there, and people uh, have good uh, know what we do and they appreciate what we do and they like what we do. And uh, the only way you can get the word out there is through marketing, and that's that's definitely going to be a, uh, something that I will keep on learning. 
as as far as as far as like lessons lessons learned, uh, we have to be honest with you. We 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 part of it is is this. So for what is our biggest um, uh, bottleneck is the inspectors. Uh, and as we grow, how can we grow with these inspectors? So that's when we started studying how can we do it? Should we hire inspectors? Should we, uh, should, we should they be on W two? Should they be on ten ninety nine? Or what is the best way to do it? And uh, and that's why I like having my team is everyone brings uh, brings a different uh, different different idea and. Uh, after looking at multiple ways on how to do that, we decided to number one, let's focus on mastering uh, how to do in, uh, inspection. Uh, let's make the make the process basically uh, the same. So if we later on find out that we get certain issues that that not disclosed, you just fix it in the training or on our process, and they will be fixed everywhere. You don't have to send a memo uh, don't, to every inspector. Don't forget to do this. Uh, so so that that's that's number one. Uh, number two is how can we get these inspectors? And that's when we found out that uh, the, the best way we want to do it moving forward, and that's, uh, of course, after talking to mechanics, after uh, the, trying to get somebody to inspect cars for us as, as, a, as an employee, we, f we feel that um, a lot of mechanics right now gets, get, get paid about uh, $30 to $20, 20 some dollars to $30 an hour. And that's basically, it's hard labor we have to change engines, change uh, transmissions. You have changed brakes. Everything is manual, and it's 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 not the easiest job out there. But for these mechanics, if we offer them to do the same, uh, to do something that is easier, which is inspecting a car, uh, it's easier than changing an engine, exchanging an engine. But at the same time, we offer them basically it's it's fifty dollars per inspection, uh, and what that will do is uh, is the it's, it's similar to the Uber way. Uh, so if you have a car, you can get in your car, put, uh, say that you are available and you can, we can start uh, making mm -hmm. money that way. It's the same way as, as a mechanic who, who wants to do the training, knows the process. Now, you, whenever you're available, you can turn on, this is the days that are available and we start scheduling appointments for you that you can go from one to the other to the other. And, uh, and uh, in a matter of four hours, between transportation and everything, you'll make $200. That's more than how much you're going to make um, working as a mechanic. But at the same time, it's 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 a little bit easier. It needs, uh, it needs expertise and know-how and following the process. But at the same time, it's uh, it's 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 better than, than the alternative for a mechanic. Going back uh, full circle um, from the beginning of the show, on your on your attempted plane ride to Dallas to pitch to investors, uh, that was through you said Capital One. That yes. Was, how did how did you get uh, how did you hear about what Capital One is doing? How did you get uh, accepted into the program? And and I would love to hear a little bit more about what they're doing and and what did they find interesting in in your business. So. Uh... Uh, number one, like uh, I, I heard about it through my uh, CEO, CEO uh, 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 who basically uh, we, we used to work for uh, uh, for uh, Capital One as a senior uh, software engineer, and 
they still gets uh, gets a lot of emails and stuff like that. And Capital One have this uh, uh, accelerator program that is specific for automotive industry. Hmm. And uh, so it, it was something definitely something that I really enjoyed. Uh, the fact that uh, you go there and when you talk with the people from the industry, it's you don't have to explain. But at the same time, it, when whenever I I go from that to somewhere else, I feel like I need. It's good for 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 us because they appreciated what we bring, because they're more familiar with the, with the, with the industry. But at the same time, I think. Uh, when you go in front of investors that's not from the industry, you need to 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 give a lot of background information so they they appreciate what we, what we bring to the table. Uh, the, so they were hundred. I think they they told us there were hundred and sixty um, uh, companies that uh, startups that have applied uh, for this program, and they choose uh, thirteen, and we were lucky to be one of the the the, the last thirteen picked. They're interested uh, because they want to do the financing. I would as assume. Uh, no, I think that's just uh, that's just uh, part of uh, of uh, of uh, number one. I think just so they want to do pro bono to see what uh, what they they, they show uh, startups on how on how to 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 make it in the startup world. Number two, I think it's probably like if they find like something that they really enjoy, they can they really like, they can they can uh, invest in it. That's that's really what I think. Um, because uh, if uh, they can finance you, that's that's not a problem for Capital One. But uh, they just have to believe that that's what you're uh, uh, what you're pitching is something that you can do and something that has merits. Where where did that take place? With that in Northern Virginia? Uh, no, that's in Dallas. Uh, so oh, oh okay. And, and funny enough, uh, their 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 side of the business for for for, uh, for basically car financing is in Dallas. So that's probably part of it yeah there you go hmm. wow so the kickoff was in was in a april and i was working with them from april to now which was a lot of work a lot of lessons learned to be honest with you even even if i did i didn't make it uh, over there to pitch but uh, the 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 well of information that i had to 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 learn it was it was worth it was worth it being on that program Zach, was Capital One, were they, they originally headquartered in Richmond and then moved to Northern Virginia. Is that correct? That's correct. Are they? Yeah. Uh, they're always Northern Virginia. They, they're, they're so close. They have a big campus in, in, in Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm know. I'm sure, this, I'm sure this guy named Andrew will let us know. So. How much do you think they pay Tay-Tay for, uh, for their commercial? I mean... The only thing we need to worry about with Taylor Swift <laughs> is the fact that she is still not going to do the Super Bowl. Um, come on, Taylor. You know, did you hear who she's dating? I think this is ridiculous. Oh, though. yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> great, oh, great. Lord. I mean, these players, man, they got to stay focused, man. They need to stay focused. and uh... <laughs> Got to calm down. Yeah. You know, some people just need to, you know, find their Romeo. You know, it's it's fine. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. This is kind of, see, at least you know I know some of the songs. Uh, Marwan, what's something we haven't talked about that you want to talk about? I think we've, we've touched on pretty much everything. If you have any questions or anything that uh, that you think uh, I need to to kind of explain a little bit more. Yeah. So you're 
you're you're accept you're if you're in the local area, you're accepting uh, you're accepting vehicles. Best way to head to the, head to your website and and get connected that way. Is that right? That's correct. Just go on our website or, or download our uh, our app. Uh, it's the easiest way. You can go green lights or action. It gives you basically information on how on our process and what we have done on our bio. Also, you can download our app. Just go. It's two step. I want to finish with this actually. Uh, just so we talk about the the, the process. Uh, I can uh, present if that's okay. It's a twenty second uh, presentation. If that's okay with you. Okay. Yeah. All right, let me know when you can see it. I think, uh, what do you got to do, Zach? Add it to the stage? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So just as a seller, as you can see, you just download our app. You can just scan the, the VIN number. Auto, auto fills everything. Or, and uh, the pre-inspection pre started. The inspector will come to your home, look at the card with the inspection, look at uh, the old codes, report in every single detail. Mm -hmm. Basically, once the auction starts, dealers were going to start getting notified that there is an Audi A4 or whatever car you have and the bidding starts. Once the auction ends, it's easy. The, the buyer gets the car and the, the seller will get the check. And that's it. Well, wow. Emmy. Uh, so like one of the things that I noticed and, and is it helpful or not? Like if you know that you're going to put your car up for auction and, and bring you out to, to sell it, is it, is it worth spending a couple hundred bucks to have a have the engine steam cleaned and uh, make sure the car is detailed and looks good? Will will that increase the value, or does it not make a difference? Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't do that as a dealer, and the reason I don't do it is because when I first started, I was doing this, and people started getting uh, suspicious. Why is the engine mm. clean? <laughs> you know, as you know, what are you trying to hide? Yeah, exactly. So I decided to not to not do it, and uh, if anybody comes, I'll be like. And so when, when you go to a house and everything is pristine, does that raise suspicion on your end as well? Uh, well, for, for, for me, I know where to look. So uh, so for, for me, I know where to look, where, where the, 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 the leak might be from. So I look at those areas before. I, it doesn't matter if it's clean or not. Once you take it around the, the, the neighborhood, uh, the engine runs for a good 10 minutes. If there is any leak, you'll be able to, 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 to get it. You can only uh, clean a 13-year-old Jeep Wrangler so well, Tim. Come on. <laughs> Marwan, it's been, uh, it's been fun learning the journey with you and uh, continued success. And um, we will chat soon, I am sure. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, Marwan. It was Thanks, fun. Zach. All right.